The South African Reserve Bank's latest monetary policy review suggests that lower interest rates may be on the cards, this due to weak economic growth. Joining us on the line with his take is Lesibo Mutata, Executive Chief Economist at Alexander Forbes Investments. Lesibo, are you also of the opinion that there is scope for lower interest rates? Indeed, there is scope, um, because when you look at the same chart that was produced on CPI inflation expectations, it gives probabilities of what inflation can do going forward. And that report uh, from the South African Reserve Bank shows that inflation from now in, from now until the next two years, it, it will be within the band, the inflation target band. In fact, could potentially be hovering around the midpoint of that three to six, which is around four and a half, meaning that there is there is substantial amount of scope to reduce interest rates, especially if the weakness in the economy persists, so that will add to the inflationary forces that are currently at play. We'll get on to inflation in a little bit, but I just wanted to get a greater understanding of the Saab's phrasing, because in describing the matter, they said that with near zero growth and a negative output gap, there's some limited scope for lower interest rates, and this is to have a positive have positive countercyclical effects. What exactly is meant by positive countercyclical effects, and how would this play out should rates be weakened? So what Prasad is trying to say there is that there is scope, there is a room, there is a contribution that monetary policy can play in the cyclical recovery in the economy. In it, they can do very little with what is structural, mm-hmm. in other words, what is potential growth, but they can play a role in the cyclical recovery by reducing interest rates um, further. Because once that happens, if you get, if you get a, 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 an out- output gap uh, that, that, that is that is that is narrow as we find at the moment, uh, it means that we could actually have room for cutting into fat. In that case, why were the rates left on hold at 6.75% two weeks ago instead of being cut then? The sound is always playing around with what messages they give and how it gets interpreted. And they have a look at what gets priced in in relative to what they would do. What was clear leading to that meeting, because they surprised with the initial cut, there was a pent-up expectation in markets that was uncomfortably too aggressive on the mm-hmm. interest rate cuts. So what the Saab did there was to, let's, let's moderate what the market is expecting. They've, they, 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 they've subsequently, in fact, other deputy governors came out and talked about how we should not expect more than 200 basis point cuts in order to manage that expectation that already was being pent up in the market. So that's why I think they left it unchanged. Uh, they did talk about the risks of, 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 of a currency. At that time, the, the risks were balanced. But I think they were trying to solve for the pent-up expectations that were running ahead of itself, for, so to speak, that we began to see in the market. As you mentioned a bit earlier, the chances of them lowering rates does hinge on inflation and you said inflation would be expected to come in at that midpoint four and a half percent which is of course a midpoint of that three to six percent target band of theirs but there's also been talk that the Saab's inflation target band is in fact too broad. Mm. 
Yeah, it was the governor himself who opened that discussion and, and noted that South Africa is the only one that has that band in emerging markets, while others have moved to like a 2 to 4% uh, inflation target range. Now, that's what's telling in that if he's talking about such a range, uh, he means that he's uncomfortable with the high levels of inflation in the economy. But that's a, it's a broader discussion that needs to be had. It will include some, some work that will need to come forward, which has not arrived at yet. In other words, the paper needs to be written. It needs to be, it needs to be quantitatively proved that SA, at much lower inflation rates like that, uh, can withstand uh, high interest rates because you'll need high interest rates mm-hmm. to push that inflation lower. So that debate is there, opened by the governor, but I think there's a lot more work that's still required to make sure that it's brought to head. I don't see it happening in the next 12 months. Well, uh, on your expectations then, what do you think of the probability of another rate cut by the end of the year? Next Saab meeting is in December, is it not? I think if they're not meeting, they're likely to cut interest rates. Uh, 25 basis points in this cycle, cumulatively, it could end up with a 100 basis points that have been taken out of the, of the prime rate. Um, as a result of improved inflation, um, especially if you get these two things coming out of the way. They're kind of blurring the view right now of where we go in the country, especially on the rand, which mm-hmm. hinges a lot of the inflation. So the medium-term budget policy statement needs to come out of the way. Mm-hmm. And detail needs to be put in so we can see where SA is going. More specifically, whether there's still the same framework of fiscal policy that we got accustomed to. So once there are, December conference needs to happen where we should find out who is the who is the uh, who is the leading uh, the leading president of, of, of ANC. Now without those two, it has bled the view to some degree, but I think when they do meet, they'll have enough information, particularly on um, fiscal policy, which could prove to show that, you know, while they are strange mm-hmm. and they could be tax hikes, uh, but it's all within a response of a business cycle and South Africa is not moved away from it as good food. Lucipa, that's where we're going to leave things this evening. Lucipa Motata, Executive Chief Economist at Alexander Forbes Investments. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much.